Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome everyone to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I am Rainy Hale, and so you know this has to be Horse Thursday. Um, I just I was just flashed with a wave of gratefulness for <laughs> I was here listening to Debbie's voice in that intro. And um, for those of you who don't know, um, that Debbie Johnson was talking in that intro, and she she and her partner um, uh, Greg started this. I don't even know how many years ago, probably 2014 or so, 15 maybe, um, as just a way to communicate with their team because um, they were across the country from each other and everyone else. And so they started this blog talk to be able to, um, for their team to get together and learn. And it just grew and grew and grew from there um, and turned into kind of what it is today. So I just, just hearing her voice this morning wanted me to send out a little shout out to that she'll probably never hear, but maybe she'll feel I'm thinking about her, <laughs> to Debbie and Greg for, for starting this um, whole thing for us um, because I really think it is a great outlet and a great training um, and a great way for us to all communicate and get together and, and continue to learn. So um, thank you to them for starting that. Um, all right. Sorry about that. I went on a little tangent this morning. I just I heard her voice this morning and had to, had to throw it out there. Um, before we say hello to... Cindy and Tiff today, um, I'd like to just remind everyone to uh, please grab a pen and paper. We're almost always going to have an event coming up, information you're going to want to write down. Cindy might have some great new nugget that's in the back office that we need to write down so we remember to go and look at, Um, but be ready for that. And please press one on your phone if you want to talk with us. Um, As you know, it's a big part of our show is to be able to hear from all of you, any of your questions or your stories, your testimonials, anything you want to work on, any questions you have. We would love to hear from you. Likely, if you have a question, somebody else does too. Um, or if you have a story, it might help out somebody else. So um, we're not looking for – it doesn't have to be these, you know, amazing, um, you know, I changed the the whole world of dressage kind of testimony. It can be my horse is now behaving like a horse kind of story, and those are actually our favorites. So um, please come on. Please share with us. Um, we would love to hear from you. Um, all right, I will stop talking now and say hello to Cindy and Tiff. Good morning, Tiff. Good morning, Rainy. Good morning, Cindy, and good morning, Block Talk listeners. Glad to be here, just out here in beautiful western Colorado, and it's really pretty nice day. Just a little windy today, so glad to be here. Thanks. Wonderful. Um, I'm, I'm getting a little sun today, I think, um, but it's been pretty soggy around here, so I think I'll, I'll take the, the brief sun yesterday and today before the the rain and snow mixes come back this weekend and good morning cindy 
I think the same weather for you good there. Good morning, Rainy. <laughs> yeah, and good morning, Rainy and Tiff and everybody. And, yeah, you guys have zapped the sun, so, you know, enjoy it. <laughs> and I'm jealous, but, um, you know, I know it's spring in other parts of the country, so that's all a good thing. Um, and I'm glad to have Tiff with us. It's a different perspective, and I'm already thought of a question to ask her, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Cindy, do you want to get just get started with some of the more like, you know, um, yeah. just information type stuff and then we can get into the good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of things I just, you know, I'm, I'm a Facebook fan and, um, <laughs> you know, um, the public site, Horse Set North America, had, had uh, I think it's one of my favorite posts that they put out there. Uh, they're really doing a good job. But, um, you know, this one was from yesterday, and it just says, keep in mind with increased training comes an increased risk of injury for your horse. Use the Beamer horse set to warm your horse up more quickly and efficiently, which reduces lunging time and may prevent injury. In addition, the Beamer blanket optimizes exercise through increased suppleness a key to protecting the horse's soft tissue. Help your horse get to peak performance level and stay safe when conditioning. Now, for those of you out there that don't like Facebook and, you know, you don't want to have a whole bunch of contacts and easily share information with them, even if you just follow one or two of these pages, you can, you know, uh, use your handy-dandy screenshot, take a picture of that, and then uh, email it or um, text it to people that you want. Um, specifically, you know, um, um, keep in touch with, if you will, and you don't have to, you know, be part of the, uh, the social media um, other than using it as a source of information. And um, so I think that's a good example of just, you know, say, you know, here it's, it's, we're getting into springtime, we're getting into places where it's been really cold and some horses have been laid up over the winter, so they probably had less exercise. Um, you want to keep their muscles in condition. And so, um, you know, being able to share a post like that um, is something that would capture, you know, perhaps start a dialogue for you to be able to talk to people. Um, they also do, um, they have very successful um, kind of peak the interest posts. And uh, one of the recent ones was just uh, that they use FAQs or did you know? And this was one that said, did you know horses have approximately 700 muscles that control movement? And again, that's kind of a, a dialogue opener, you know. Um, so... Um, I encourage you, if you don't want to uh, deep dive into it, to at least use it as a source of information for things that are, um, you know, short and sweet, and you can share it on your own terms. Um, so that's one thing. And the other thing is that um, we do have um, our, a date for our next uh, Equine Academy, which is a one-day special. And that's going to be on Monday, May 15th. Um, we have a lot of feedback or pushback from people who are in horse business or competitors, of course, who say, Saturdays are my, you know, heavy work days or I'm showing then, I can't do it. And, and I guess 
um, even though there's no perfect day, the, mo- the most common feedback we get is that um, Mondays, if anybody ever gets to take a day off, which is questionable when you have horses, um, <laughs> you know, that uh, Mondays is, are probably more popular. So this will be on a Monday. And um, so it is posted in your under events and event search in your back office. And there's no charge for this. Uh, there, you know, before, about two weeks before, we send out some instructions. And particularly for people that are not uh, horse experienced, we recommend that you do the um, e-learning module about basic essentials for the horse set. So that's always something that you can do in preparation. But um, anyway, so we do have that next, next um, date, again, was May 15th. So those are my um, um, those are my housekeeping kind of things for uh, <laughs> so far today. Um, any well, other yeah, I mean, what any you, comments or questions? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say um, what you what you were what you first said of that post that you um, that is in the IB not in the IBD in the just the horse set North America page um, leads perfectly into what Tiff was going to want to talk about a little bit today about this time of year. So I, I may just turn it right over to Tiff because that that kind of really ties into cool. what we were talking about um, wanting to talk about today. So Tiff, why don't you why don't you get started? Yeah, so exactly, Cindy. I think that's great that we brought that up in rainy. It's that kind of time of year where the the winter <laughs> season is slowing down and the springtime is, you know, right around the corner. It's not here in some parts of the country. So it's really nice to obviously get back in the swing of things and get your horses all groomed and ready and get them back to, to the routine of whatever type of situation everyone has going on. But I know for me, getting them all kind of legged up for events coming up in June. And and so the Beamer is a big part of that, which is really nice. And so, you know, one of the things that I like to do is put it on them. Obviously, they're shedding out like crazy right now, <laughs> even <laughs> even if they're blanketed or not. They're still shedding out a lot. And so I put down my, my cover sheet, whatever that might look like, because we all know that the blanket goes right through. And, and still is just as effective. And so it's nice to put that on to keep your blanket nice and clean. And all obviously all charged up and ready to go, uh, whatever type of program that your particular horse likes. And as we've talked about before, you'll figure out what they like and what they don't like. Um, I know we've covered this before, but I have one mare that's not a big fan of back boots. So we do diagonal with her. Um, you know, one on the front, one on the back, and then I always do five minutes. At the same time, I'm doing a program on the with the blanket. So I typically do a 10-minute on the blanket, and then I do five minutes for each boot, and then I alternate the five minutes is up on diagonal. I switch the other direction and do five minutes so that at 10 minutes the whole thing is done, and I can saddle up and, and go do whatever it is I'm looking to accomplish for the day with her. And so... Um, I really feel like for me it helps just kind of take the take the focus back to hey we're here to work on something today or just go for a nice little leisurely ride. Um and when I don't do it, I'll just tell you she's a lot more <laughs> just on cue, I guess. 
or a little more fresh, maybe you'd say, and fresh in terminology well, of horse world is mean. <laughs> She's a lot more jumpy and just aware of everything and and not as relaxed. So that's kind of what that what happens when I don't do it and spend the ten minutes or five minutes even if I'm in a if I'm in a rush before the sun goes down, depending on the time of year. But so that's kind of a little bit of what I do. Um, sometimes even if I'm in an even bigger hurry, I'll do her, do my other horse, and then just pony my other one along as meaning I leave the halter on the other one, sometimes saddle, sometimes not, and just trot along and lope along, and they were to get exercise along with the, the one I'm riding. So it kind of depends on the dynamic, but that's something I typically do is before I ride. Obviously, you can do after as well, um, but I, especially this time of year, like to do before to get them in that rest and digest relaxation state and get everything all warmed up and ready and cuts down my riding time significantly as well. Because if you don't, yeah, and I, go ahead, Rainy. No, go ahead to finish what you're saying. So um, just as an example of say you didn't have a Beamer and, and, or you chose not to use it prior to riding, think about that time that it takes to get your horse thinking uh, especially when they haven't been ridden for a little while, whether it's been a month or a week or two days, depending on the horse. My horses are a little bit more, they need exercise. And when I do let them be horses for a month or two because it's too darn cold and I don't want to ride, <laughs> uh, you know, if I choose not to do the beamer on them, they're much more fresh, alert, less responsive. So it takes me longer to get them to that state where I can actually do something with them. So when you really think about it, it makes total sense to just take the 10 minutes, put it on 5, 10, 15, whatever program, and get them in that state of, hey, okay, I'm relaxed, I'm ready, let's do what we need to do, and shaves off probably another 20 minutes of your exercise or your goal of what you're trying to achieve on that particular riding of that day. So it's all a matter of perspective, I guess. Yeah, well, and I mean, I think it's an important thing to, to, yeah, to talk about a little bit, um, just because, I mean, all the things that they said in that post is what we're talking about. I mean, uh, what you were saying, Tiff, they come out pretty fresh. I mean, just like us, where, you know, we've been kind of hibernating for the winter and everything's dark and cold and, and you're not getting out and doing much. And <clears throat> so you start kind of, sun starts coming out, you start taking off those heavy blankets, they they get a little more freedom, they get a run and play, and yeah, they start feeling it. Um, and that can be a safety issue for, for both of you, for, for you and them, um, because you're both at a little bit out of shape too, right? Everyone's um, kind of been sitting around not doing much, and you need to get back into full training. And if you, um, when they are fresh like that, and more reactive, there's more uh, potential for, for injury just in in working and or if they are more startled by things, if they're more reactive to things, then you can end up end up in a, with a problem. So um, I think it is an important thing to talk about. Um, sorry, Cindy, go ahead too. I know you have things to add. No, no it's just, I mean, it's all, it, it's all in the same vein. Um, that's one reason why we say, you know, Beamer, Beamer is a, is a time saver really and an efficiency um, piece of equipment for you. I mean, uh, think about, um, 
if if you or somebody who's um, who does any kind of uh, regular exercise or um, or you even you know do things like a marathon or something like that, you do a lot of stretching, and uh, you know before you get ready um, for what you're doing, and because you know that if you don't do that stretching, you're going to pull something. And it's going to hurt, and then it's going to take a while to recover from it. So it's really important to get blood flowing throughout, you know, to perfuse the muscles so that, you know, you can kind of have a smooth and um, fluid movement. And that's really important. You know, you kind of said it because I was thinking that I was going to ask Tiff to say, if before you used Beamer, before you had been introduced to it, you know, how long typically would you have to warm up a horse before you could really start to, you know, work on what the issue was for that day? You know, I'll just be honest. I have had a lot of horses that just plain-ass buck. <laughs> and I got used to it. And you don't realize how fresh they can get when they turn out for that long. And... Um, you know, my horses don't do that now, but the, these particular horses, but the era <laughs> up until now, that's what it's been. They just get so fresh. They're so excited. They're just so happy that they're like, oh, hey, you're on my back. This is great. We're going to play. And I'm like, no, no. It's <laughs> been a really, and, and probably sounds kind of extreme, but it's been a really big bridge for my my little program and and you know rainy has said and like you've said you know before too cindy is the safety part of it the the cut down of time the the preventative care because you know when a horse has been turned out for a little bit they're going to be sore the next day if you're working them a little just like we would if we go for a run and we're not quite used to it same kind of muscles that get affected like you said that 700 and some muscles that are engaged when they are exercising. It's, it's, it's a really great tool. And when you put it in perspective, all the things that it does, and it only takes five, 10 or 15 minutes, it's just, it's just unheard of. Yeah. It's a really great tool. What are some of the other places? I mean, uh, that obviously you talked about doing uh, the cuffs on the legs. But we know that we can use those as intensive applicators uh, and on all kinds of other areas in the body that might need attention. So, are there are there certain places that are your favorites? Given, maybe just tell people, um, you know, what kind of riding you you do, what kind of disciplines that you're working on, so they have a perspective of that. Sure. So, uh, me per se. Um, I've done some, you know, colt starting, um, young horse kind of training a little. And then um, that's a little bit of my background, working with cutters and, and um, reining kind of horses. And then I got into the industry of barrel racing, but more of the fraturity, derby, maturity world. And, and so um, they particularly work with a lot of young horses. And so um, one of the things that we've noticed is they just, they get excited and in their brain more so than anything because they just aim to please and they're young and they're just vulnerable that way. And so they really, really want to do a good job and they need a lot of praise and they need a lot of confidence to build 
And so my horses now are pretty young. And so um, when I was first getting going with them and took on the gal that trained them, I did a lot on the pole, a lot. And even with her horses, I really stress that because it really helps bring them down. And it helps not in a, don't mean like a, when I mean bring them down, meaning it helps them get out of their head a little. And maybe women that are overthinkers might understand this a little better, but horses <laughs> really are overthinkers. They really just are trying to figure out what you want. And so that's why I think it's a good good way to incorporate the beamers. You do the whole body, which helps with obviously the areas that need. Um, and then the, the cuffs really are for focused areas like we talk about. And so I feel like the pole is really a good area to put it on for those young horses because it helps just bring them to a state of, hey, okay, we are here. I need you relaxed. I need you thinking in the right direction so that we can accomplish what it is that we want to accomplish today. And it really helps just get them calmer, but not dead. Yeah. That's, that's important focus. to understand, yeah. but focus. Yeah. yeah, that's a better word. So yeah, that they can I, I get in, get out, get off, and go on to the next horse. I always like to tell a story yeah. about the mare that I was showing when I was in high school, and I so wish I had Beamer for her because she was a great mare, and she wanted, but she wanted to, like you said, she just wanted to please so much, and she never grew out of that. She was like that her whole life. Um, but it took me a good twenty to thirty minutes of warming her up before I could get her to just settle into focus um, because it was like the, the analogy I use that most people understand is like if you have a treat that you're giving a dog if they get really really excited and you're trying to get them to do something specific but they just start doing every random trick they know just to get that treat <laughs> I feel like that's what she <laughs> yeah. was she was like I'll give you everything but I really just wanted her to focus on the one thing I was asking her to do and it would take a while to get there I mean, that's that benefit of just a five-minute session in Beamer, and then um, we're, we've bypassed all of that. So that, she is who I think about all the time when I think about Beamer, and I so wish I had it back when I was showing her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Likewise, for the show horses, we went through the same thing. Um, and, and particularly, too, when you get if, – if you are at a stage where you're competing, even if it's a local show or something, it's a new place, there's new horses – Oh, my God, there could be death-defying, uh, <laughs> terrible things that could leap out, you know, or, you know, somebody could could be in, um, in you know, in the audience and, and lean over the rail. And, you know, that that's enough to go, whoa. So, yeah. I mean, it's really nice to, to feel that you – settle is a good word, too, I think, Rainy. Um, and, and that gets back to safety all around. So – you had mentioned, you know, working with young horses, and of course, this was also the fun time of year because we got babies on the ground. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if anybody has any baby stories to tell, um, but you know, Beamer is something that doesn't exactly, you know, I mean, you can fit it on a mini horse, you can fit it on a pony, it also you can kind of make it fit on a baby if needed, and um, you know, they don't need. Um, I wouldn't say that the baby necessarily would would need to use the cuffs unless they were working with a vet with something for a condition. But but um, you know sometimes with babies and particularly when it's cold, you know, and depending on the circumstances of um, you know where the mare foals, 
um, it's nice to be able to, you know, have the support of something like uh, Beamer to be able to help them, um, you know, combat freezing temperatures and everything else. So I don't know if that, if, if either of you have any stories about babies. I do, um, actually. I, uh, I was going to say, go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. I have just some stories from other things that I've heard and we've had from on here, but go ahead. I will, I will add mine after yours. So um, it's, been, it's been a few years back, but I had a, a embryo put in a surrogate mare, and then, of course, she fold out and had a little, little gelding. Well, eventually a gelding, I guess you could say a little stud bull. <laughs> and we yeah, gelded that him. Was but, uh, yeah. Uh, but little stud bull. <laughs> I said that wrong. But he's a gelding now, I guess. So um, that's funny. And so um, Beamer was a big part of that. And, and one of the great things about the blanket that I think we've talked about, or I know we've talked about, but I think maybe sometimes gets forgotten, is that when I the surrogate mare was pretty difficult to deal with. And and so I introduced the Beamer blanket pretty early on, and and I know that's like off-label use, but this is my own personal pit per, um, experience. And because of the research I know that Beamer has and the research I did on it, knowing that it was safe to use for her, I introduced it pretty early on in her in her um, stage stages of pregnancy and carried it through till the birth. And when the baby was you know on the ground, the little colt was on the ground. Uh, I was able to continue to use the Beamer blanket on her. And we know that the signal, um, pen, you know, goes out and um, away. And we use the, of course, the remote to see how far. And and the baby was always right there. The little colt was right there sucking a lot of the time. And, you know, we know that it was also getting a session. And so come uh, halter time, (laughs) it was um, much easier, and he was much more um, willing, and maybe it was demeanor, maybe it was beamer, maybe it was a combination of all, but just all of that transitioning, he was just uh, so much easier to deal with. Uh, Trailer loading, that was another thing, because we ended up selling him, and getting him to the location where the people purchased him was quite a long ways. And I did, of course, the Beamer on the mare prior to, to shipping them off. And I put personally took them and it was a 16 hour trip all in one day. And he was, wow. he did awesome. And so it, it was just mind blowing that, I mean, all of the things and I significantly using the Beamer in all of that was, tool to have we stopped midway and I did her again um just to kind of help the process go you know because you just can't overuse it and so I as my own maybe um extra security or whatever (laughs) I wanted to make sure that he did well and we left the trailer open and nice and fluffy um for them to travel obviously but it was just a really great tool to have to be able to use and then fast forward now I have a yearling and not too long ago um, he had a little tummy ache you know where he's laying down getting back up you know doing all the the common things of a tummy ache I guess you could say I don't want to like diagnose but and digestive it didn't even cross my mind I just went and grabbed Mm -hmm. the beamer put it on him put a halter on him and he just 
it was just awesome. Like the fact that he not within, within at least an hour or so he's going to the bathroom and he's happy and being his normal self again. And it's just such a great thing to have and introduce at that stage, at all stages of their life. And, and so I've, Brainy, go ahead and tell me some of the different things that you've heard. Oh yeah, I mean just uh, just kind of more of the same because um, I don't I don't really have babies anymore. We used to do all that when I was younger, but I'm not really around it anymore. Just from other people, um, but we, I mean that's what we hear a lot. You know, people that were beamering the you know the mare during pregnancy and then the foals just almost like they know after they're born, you know, you put it back on the mare for afterwards and the foals are like, Oh yeah, I know what this is. And they just kind of snuggle right up to it. Um, and so it, it's, it's almost like they kind of remember that feeling or something. I, I don't really know how that works, but they seem to recognize it um, from what I've you know heard and seen from other people. Yeah. Um, so it, it yeah. is kind of an, it's kind of a neat thing. Um, and, you know, I mean, we're talking about, you know, pregnancy, which obviously that is going to be something that you'll have to decide on your own. It would be a, a liability thing. You want to work with veterinarians, all those things. But when you're talking about your own horse, I would definitely, of course, put, use it on, on mine. Um, and then, you know, I mean, that's a pretty traumatic um, event that happens, you know, birthing, um, both physically and mentally for, for both. And so anything we can do to, to support the body through that um through that, you know, event is, is going to be helpful. So, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's just an incredible tool. Yeah, I think, and, and, you know, as you were talking about even, you know, up to a yearling stage, but I think, Mm -hmm. you know, when you get, have babies that, you know, they have to get used to, you know, you're doing the imprinting and, and, you know, they have to get used to, um, halter or some way of being moved around. Uh, it, it's a lot. It, it can be very stressful for them, and to give them a source of, um, you know, kind of comfort, if you will. I think it, it's a very supportive therapy in that uh, in that respect. So, um, anyway, yeah, I, you know, where my granddaughter's in school is, a, you know, they have an agricultural program, and and I just I get excited because every day you could see. You know, they they have a heavy breeding program, and um, you know there's new babies on the ground, and um, you know someday I'm going to get down there. <laughs> so they have access to uh, to um, using Beamer. <laughs> Perfect, uh, and, and we are getting to the bottom of the half hour, but we do have a few people that want to chat with us. So let's see if we can if we can get to Good. people today. Um, we've got area code seven one three. Area code seven one three. You're live on Block Talk. Hi, this is Sandra in Houston. Um, Hi, great Sandra. call today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I just need to be get directed on where I find this. I have heard in the past that there are some possible restrictions on using Beamer where it is an FEI show, jumper show, or any FEI show. I want to get current and know what that it, what those rules are and where I can find them. Well, if you go, Sandra, this is Cindy, if you go into um, – you know the FEI website. You can uh, downroll, uh, download their articles. Um, okay. I think it's Article Nine where they talk about um, not Beamer specifically, but they talk about different um, kinds of therapies. And Beamer is considered a non-restrictive 
supportive therapy um, because of its being low-level intensities. But um, and you know that on on uh, that you know the little flap on the horse blanket, if you flip it underneath, it just it does say you know FEI compliant. That still doesn't mean that the different shows, and it kind of depends on you know what level. You know the higher up the classes are, there's like uh, you know um, you have to have specific access just even uh, to get into the tent where the top competitors would be, and so there's going to be um, you know there's going to be rules under FEI um, guidelines as to um, who can apply therapy, what uh, when it can be applied you know, before competition, after competition. In some cases, you know, uh, it's limited, maybe like can't do it 48 hours before, et cetera. So it's not just what the FEI says in their articles, but it's also what that particular show would say. And you'd need to find that out from uh, the show steward in the show office or contacting them in advance. Usually the people who are competing at that show will know but in order to get yourself a little more educated, that would be your resource. Great. Okay, thanks so much. Yes, it's kind of more my intention of not, not um, at this point before the show, not using Beamer, uh, you know, before competition and all that. Because I, I, what I've experienced is when someone doesn't know anything about a Beamer or any product, there's a reluctance to do anything new before they go into the ring for competition. So oh, you bet. But, you bet. But right. I so want, yep. Yeah. And I want yep. to know, you know, specifically just have the knowledge. So thank you. I'll just go to the FEI website and I'll look. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yep. something that we say too is, is to, that, it, you know, um, you don't want to use Beamer for the first time before a competition. Um, oh, it's yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, it's just not a good idea. And and if it was new and someone was at a show, you might say, well, when you're done competing, you know, um, then, in fact, we could use it afterwards. But um, but you're absolutely yeah, right. That's what I, yeah. um, that's, nobody that's what wants I to try to something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely kind of tend to do it after afterwards, you know. It, it, that's for sure. Yeah. Then, then there's no like, oh, you know, I didn't do well, and it's your fault, you know. <laughs> no, yeah. you don't get yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid the risk. Exactly. Get the rewards. Yep. And yeah, that that brings a story. Oh well, we have another caller, so I won't say that. We do. Okay. Well, thank you. Thanks for taking my Thanks, call. Sandra, okay. That is a good question, thank and, and something that I I often point out when I'm doing any kind of presentations because um, I'm always amazed about the people that don't know that little leather that's a little leather flap kind of at the shoulder there, um, and if you look underneath it, it has the FEI. Um, uh, it's not a sticker. It's like a tab underneath there, um, and yeah. so um, a lot of people don't know about that. So yes, that's good to to point that out too. Um, okay, our next caller is area code two one three. Area code two one three. You're live on Blog Talk. Yes. Good morning. This is Dexter. Um, Hi, Dexter. I have a question. Hi. I have a question. It may be kind of subjective, you know, answer, but I'm curious. Uh, you all were talking about um, horses and the 
embryos and in utero, maybe that they don't use utero for horses, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, have you noticed the difference between a horse that has been introduced to Dima versus a horse that was an embryo with the in, in a horse that was using Beamer and like the difference in that a horse that's born with Beamer versus one that was introduced, you know, later on. That is yeah, a tough I, question. I, yeah, and I don't and I don't know. It's a it's a t- tough question because um, I mean I don't do breeding right now, so I don't get to see a lot of them. So it's, that's a hard comparison to see. But um, it's also hard because kind of like Tiff was saying you don't always know how much is just their natural disposition, you know, and how much it's hard to get a, it's hard to um, have a full, you know, blind study, you know, because there's too many variables really. Um, But um, in general, from what I hear from people is just almost everything is easier. And I don't know that you can contribute all of that to just disposition. If you've got, you know, a breeding program and you've got, you know, babies, baby after baby after baby, and it seems across the board easier from birth to any of the, any of the moving you're doing or any of the other things you're doing. But overall, I hear pretty much just everything's just easier. Everything is calmer. You know, things aren't quite as reactive. Um, you know, mama does well faster after birth, you know, all, all of the things. Um, and so I don't think when you're talking about like big breeding programs like that, where they're, you know, having so many babies that you can, that you can take Beamer out of the equation <laughs> without, you know, without some effect, but I don't know that it, it's an easy line to draw. You know, okay. you'd, in order to really have a measurement for that, you'd need to take the same mare with the same cross or the same stallion <laughs> and do it yeah. one way. And then the next time around, you know, and replicate the circumstances again and, you know, and incorporate Beamer. So that's kind of an artificial, you know, that would be a big, um, a big job. But even that, that. Is, and I'm not even sure. that's a crapshoot because, I mean, I, I don't think I could be more different yeah. than my sisters that are genetically, you know, we have the same parents in every way. Yeah. Um, so... Um, I think more, I think you can see it more in, in, in those bigger breeding programs where they can kind of see a general trend across the board of things. Um, I think that is where it, um, you can see it, I think, the most. I, yeah, I, I don't have know. a little uh, kind of funny yeah. story. Oh, sorry. Go, go. Just to no, I was just going to say, that. I'm sure you've got, yep. Uh, so, um, exactly what you gals said, it, it's hard to, to know exactly and to do the exact test to see per se however i knew a couple that um was that they have a breeding program they're all bred a little different however they were all coming into the time where they were getting ready to start riding them and the wife was willing to try the beamer and the husband was not so they did a little competition (laughs) and she had three horses and he had three horses and they did the beamer on the three that she was riding and he did not and significant difference in the trainability and just cooperation and focus all together for the ones that oh, did that's a great story versus the ones yeah. that did not. So that's, it was it was kind of a funny little deal. And the old traditional cowboy, you know, let's let's do this and buck it out, you know, whatever type of whatever type of system he had, you know, groundwork, whatever it was, it was was very impressed and is now a user of the Beamer. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, would, I can imagine, yeah. 
Beamer wins. Yeah, thank that, you, lady. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's thank a you, Dexter. Story. It, it really. Yeah. And well, and it is a really good question, but also, like you said, even in your question, you know, kind of a hard one to to narrow down. But that's the perfect story to kind of show it. And and you really do have to get kind of a you know that bigger test group to be able to say, you know, if you just had one to one, that's also harder to see too because you could you could attribute it to other things. But um, I love that story, Tiff. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Gosh, we All right, we, we Dexter, talked our way the through the whole time. I know, and there are a couple more callers, and I don't think we're going to get to everybody, um, but um, two more. I'll try to get to at least one here because I don't want to get cut off today. Um, We've got area code 207. Area code 207, you're live on Blog Talk. Good afternoon, ladies. Hello. Good afternoon. Is this Andrew? No, this is Jeff from Pennsylvania. Oh, hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Long-time listener, but not a horse person. Um, (laughs) Quick question for Tim. The um, the horse that was beamered before birth and that you sold and and transported 16 hours to its new owner, did you introduce the new owner to beamer, or were they beamer users already? I did introduce them to beamer, and they are users current. At that time, they became and are still using the product. So you, you explained that the horse you were selling them had been on Beamer before birth and after. And... Absolutely. Yep, they were. Yep. And, and what sold them, I guess you could say, was not just because I used it and I said, hey, you know, I use this product, it's great. I, I shared with them um, the issues I was having with the surrogate mare because they also do embryo transfers several a year and deal with their surrogate mares. And there's a reason why they're surrogate mares. And this particular mare was very, very hard to deal with, meaning she did not like men. It was, um, she would, I'm, she must've been rescued for some particular reason, did not like needles, like would strike at you. Like she was just very aggressive. And so I slowly had to introduce the Beamer to regain her trust and, um, and my um, um, partner at the time as well so that she wouldn't be so aggressive because she was just not easy to deal with. And so it was a safety issue, and, and that is why we actually purchased the, the Beamer was for her to deal with her and um, – and so that once I told him that story, he was sold because he had dealt with many <laughs> surrogate mares that were super hard to deal with. And so just that alone, making sure that the baby was safe once on the ground and that he could handle those particular mares safely to make sure they could load them on the Because there's a lot that goes into it at that level of the birthing process, get checks, all these different checks that they have to go through, you know, with the vet, dealing with them on a regular basis, making sure they get proper nutrition, shots, all the things, you know, we really have to be able to handle them. And so that was a big part of the sale, I guess you could say. That's a fantastic story. Thanks very much. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate the the call. Um, 
Okay. And and glad to, uh, we're glad to have listeners that um, like our show, even though even though if they're not horse people, I, I like to think that we can we can share a lot with you, even if you're not a horse person. Oh, I learn a lot. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Sure. Thanks very <laughs> All much. Right, well, Thanks very much for your thank, show. Thank you, Jeff. All right, and there uh-huh. were a couple callers we didn't get to um, today, but we only have about a minute left, and so I'm gonna. Um, uh, hope that those callers that are listening right now will call back in next week because we would love to chat with you, but I'm going to take our last minute and just see if anyone has any um, last words. Uh, Tiff, anything, any final words for today? Yeah. One real quick thing I wanted to add that came up um, when we were asked that first caller that we had had. One of the things I have noticed um, over the years is that you can kind of tell horses that have experienced some type of relaxation sort of treatment modality and the ones that have are very new to it whether you are asking the owner or you are dealing with the horse itself they the ones and this is an example the ones that have had some type of modality quickly relax quickly and the ones that maybe haven't take a little more time to get used to it But once they're used to it, they remember. And they can Mm -hmm. go months, years without any type of modality. But then once they get it again, they are so quick to just, oh, fall into it. (laughs) They love it. And so I just wanted to mention that also. Yeah, they've got great memories. Particularly for something that feels good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say, especially if they had a good experience with that. That's something they're going to remember and, and carry with them for anything that feels similar. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Cindy, any last words for today? Um, no, just, well, yes, there's always something, but just kind of in concert <laughs> with what Tiff was saying. That's why it's so important that we introduce it the first time very gently and respectfully to the horse because you want it to be a good experience and they do have and they're, uh, you know, um, they have highly developed memories about things like this. And so, um, you know, that's one of the reasons for all of our recommendations. Don't go too fast. Don't go too, you know, you don't go too high. You know, start low and slow and gentle. So they remember it, and uh, they'll be happy to see you the next time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, and thank you all for your callers that called in. We love it, and I I love to to see that, and we love to hear from you. Sorry to the couple that we didn't get to, so please call back in next week because we would love to chat with you. Um, All right, um, before I get cut off, I'm just going to say thank you, everyone. Be sure to tune in to all the other days on Blog Talk. They're doing great things on the other days, but we're going to meet you here back next Thursday to talk about horses. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you have such a great week. Bye, Tiff. Bye, Cindy. Thanks, Bye. Bye. Thanks, Cindy. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.